Hey, dude. Hey, dude. Uh. Hey, guys. Welcome to Dude That's Fucked Up. I'm Erin. I'm Nicole. How's everybody doing? Hope everyone's uh, uh, chilling and safe from all the crazy hurricane garbage. Yeah, sorry if you're going through some shit right now. Or have gone through. Yeah, we hope everybody's doing all right. Yeah. We love y'all. Um, I want to say, uh, and... People might not be caught up to this by the time they try and join the Facebook group, but we've been getting a lot of um, people wanting to join the Facebook group. And Mm -hmm. listen, for everyone's protection in the group so that we could keep it chill as fuck and a real fun time, we made questions. So now when you join the Facebook group, you have to answer a few questions. They're dumb. It's just like, what's your favorite thing, you know, like saying from the show, blah, blah, blah. Uh, there's just three questions. Make sure you fill them out so we know you're, like, a real person and you right. want to be there and you didn't just, like, search f- the word fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, because that's we've, – we've had some, like, young children, um, some older gentlemen that I don't think have ever listened to our podcast try to join the group, so – No. Uh, <laughs> They're, like, probably, like, how to fuck – hot asian women or something it's always like a white dude with a mullet and i'm like ew yeah (laughs) you don't belong here sir (laughs) maybe you do i don't know but uh, you Uh, didn't answer the question so how would i know well we are always on the lookout for the internet is a dangerous place it is yeah and we're always on the lookout for fuckery and Mm -hmm. there's a lot of like uh there's a lot of uh fake accounts out there these days so we're just and it's a private group for a reason uh yeah it's it's for hanging out, and we want everybody to feel like it's not just a free-for-all. So. Yeah. Um, my favorites are, like, when when it's like, oh, so-and-so wants to join the group, and then I go look, and it's like, account was created today at 1 yeah. p.m. I'm like, okay, how about no? A member of 569 groups. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a red flag. Yeah. Um, yeah, so just, uh, if you, and if you're referring a person, like, because I think you can do that if you're a member of the group, uh, encourage them to answer the questions, but I I guess it's not like, you know, if somebody Mm. that is in the group already is like, oh, I see, yeah, they're like vouching for someone, so, yeah, yeah. but also the questions are helpful for us because it helps us with content and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, we want to be the best we can be for you guys. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, that's the Facebook group. I don't think we fucked anything up last week. No, it was just people's <laughs> gross sex stories. And I say gross lovingly because they were amazing. Uh, yeah. Just very detailed and uh, uh, real fun. And we're still accepting them if you'd like. We can do a part two. <laughs> yeah. If, you're in, if you've been so inspired by uh, to remember your own personal weirdness we'll do them Um, forever yeah we can do them forever and you could also like we had we've mentioned this already you can submit stuff through the website too Mm -hmm. it's dtfupodcast.com and uh you can just make up a email address if you want to be completely anonymous yeah you could probably Uh, type in na or something at gmail.com or you know like you could just yeah fake a quick little it's a required uh it's a required field but like we're not, you know, if it's something like super heinous, 
uh, <laughs> and you're like, I really don't want my mom to ever find out about this in any yeah. way or a coworker. I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. You can submit stuff that way, or you can just go ahead and do it straight to the source at dtfupodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. So, whatever you want. We won't, we probably won't respond to it through the website unless, like, it's kind of, it's like a one-way communication, unless you guys have a question or whatever. Like, we can respond to you because you provide your email, but if you are, you know, looking for a response, we respond to the emails that we get. So, um, yeah, try try it all out. Try it all out. Yeah. Yeah. See see what floats your boat. Yeah. And anyway, yeah. Uh so yeah, that was uh it was a fun time last last episode. Oh, it was so <laughs> I fun. still I'm still laughing about all the things. Um, the episode before that we talked about cadavers and mm. um and like what happens when you donate your body after you've passed to science or to others through like organ donation and stuff? And we mentioned it was uh, very brief, but we we mentioned the uh, first successful face transplant, which happened a few years ago, I think in 2015. And we actually got an email uh, from Alejandra, who we've heard from before. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, we just wanted to – she made some great points. So she first she shared a story with us about how the the man, Dave, who actually passed away uh, and donated his face to um, this, other, this other man, Patrick, who was the recipient of it. Um, she has friends who are – who were friends with Dave. So she actually, you know, kind of ran in the same social circles as – this man who you know like donated not just his face which was amazing and a scientific breakthrough and like just one of the coolest things that's ever been done uh and and meant a lot to to this other man patrick and his family um but also donated his heart uh i also think his liver and a kidney um so uh, it was cool to hear from her she just caveated one thing and said Please make sure to mention, one, um, that, you know, everybody's aware that, yes, you can uh, check the box on your license or whatever. State by state, you could donate your organs if you pass away. You could be an organ donor and register. But there is also a national database. So, like, if, for instance, you die when you're in Alabama but you're a resident of Florida, they won't harvest anything um, because – they, they don't, don't know you and you're and you're not it's not under their state law so yeah. you, if you're in the national database though they can look you up uh they check the state first and then they go to the national registry so yeah and i think you could register you could look up the national database you could google it the national organ donors association or something like that or database or whatever that's not a great plug but I, uh <laughs> when i did that you you couldn't do it online um you could only register in your state but actually what you could do and i've done this because i just checked it you if you have an iphone you can go into your health app um and when you fill out like who you know you you fill out your medical id information so like if Mm -hmm. ever there's an emergency 
medical professionals can check your phone, you can actually uh, specify that you're an organ donor. So mm-hmm. even if you're in another state, like they know that you are cool with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely do that. Uh, yeah. You yeah. S- sign up with Donate Donate Life, I think is the association that Apple is connected to. Um, cool. Yeah. So Awesome. Oh, oh, Good info. The other thing she wanted us to say is wear a helmet. If yes. If you are a bike rider or doing any activity. Because uh, that was how her friend or friend of the the person who was uh, who died in order to provide the organs and the face transplant. Yeah. Transplant. He he died in a bike accident, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah, and he was so, a cyclist. Yeah, and uh, I you know I live in a, a big city or bigish city, and uh, uh, bike people getting into bike accidents are very common and. A lot of people have died recently uh, in the just in the summertime. Everybody's out riding their bike, obviously. So in D.C. is becoming a more bike friendly place. But and I also used to work for a bike, uh, an electric bike oh, startup. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like very sensitive for sure to people being safe on bikes and, you know, people wearing their helmets. So yeah. definitely wear a helmet. Um, stay safe. Um, I also want to add that uh, on a lighter note, I guess, from that episode, we did receive a piece of fan mail that was disappointment that we didn't sing. She's a Jerry's old box ass. <laughs> what is that? What song is that? <laughs> She's got Betty Davis. Eyes. Oh God. <laughs> nope. It was. Uh, it was just Pete. He's like, oh, oh, I totally oh. thought you guys were going to sing. Oh, oh, we got a piece of fan mail. <laughs> <laughs> JK, Pete, we were in the car, and Pete was like, I can't believe you didn't go for, she's got jo- Jerry Orbach. <laughs> and I was damn like, it. damn it. Well, now we got, we got it in. We got yeah, it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks, Pete. Yeah, thanks, Pete. Thanks, Allie. Uh, definitely yes. uh, wear a helmet and register to donate. To be a donor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's all the biz that we got up front. Yeah. What's your, do you have any fucked up things from this week? No, I, uh, I just, I've been just so, uh, paying so much attention to all the hurricane stuff and making sure I'm donating Mm. still and paying attention to Harvey people still and Irma's kind of taken over so I don't know that's all that I've been consumed with I'm very concerned <laughs> yeah it's scary it's really scary we've been uh I mean I we've been in situations where we've had to been had to be evacuated while you were away I think weren't you at college during like the fires uh no the the one the first one in 2003 I was there. yeah but I was oh and also also in the West, all the fires are going right now. Right. So I really, I really empathize with people who are going through it right now. So yeah, just that's my, that's my only fucked upness. I think is, uh, I totally feel that weird uncertainty and that scary feeling, yeah, of not knowing what's happening. And I don't know, it's weird. I don't, I'm not anywhere near where any of the fires are happening right now. Um, but I had a fucked up thing, not related, but I guess has to do with where I live. Uh, in California, we have high-speed chases. It's like mm. 
it's always a televised event. People get very excited about it. You know, it's like something that's fun for the whole family. Uh, if you have a <laughs> television set in your office, generally someone will turn to it and everybody will gather around and watch almost it's nothing It's a phenomenon. Happen. Yeah. 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 Um, well, I was on the 405 the other day and like a lady cop in a car pulled up in I was in like the fast lane and then she was in the um the carpool lane and she kind of like parked right there and I wasn't sure what to do they didn't do that thing where they weave in front of traffic to slow you down yeah no she just like stopped and I was like okay so everybody started getting and I was like the first car yeah so I just like went around and I kept moving and then I like saw a helicopter up in the sky and I was like oh like, it looks like a police helicopter. It's not like a traffic one. And then I hear uh, a – or I don't remember if I heard sirens or I just, like, saw a bunch in the in my rear view mirror. But anyway, here it comes. Oh, yeah, I heard the sirens. Here it comes, like, a bunch of cop cars following a little scion with a lady driving it. And, oh, my God. And I'm in the fast lane, and she's in the carpool lane. So she's, like, literally right next to me. And she had to have been going, like, 40 miles an hour. It was not even – fast like she's just like bitch you're on the 405 (laughs) it was rush hour too so i'm like where does she think she's going like i don't understand uh so anyway i like i just like felt it all coming and i saw it in my rearview mirror and i like turned and i was it like like you're in a movie yeah i was like (laughs) slow motion turned to the side and it's just like this lady driving her her little kia scion uh or whatever kia what's like the square one kia soul cube Soul. Kia Soul, oh. yeah. She was like in a little white Kia Soul. And then like three black cop cars and two white cop cars were following her and they were just like going, like chilling a lot. Chilling? Yeah. And I was like, what? How weird. Oh, but my God. Oh. I think maybe she had a mental break or something because she didn't like it ended peacefully and like she got out of the car and she was dressed really nice. And oh, shit. Yeah. I don't know what happened, but it ended well. Man. Yeah. Well, thank God. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad everybody. Got out of that one okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, have you seen that video of that chick stealing a cop car? No. Oh, my God. It's insane. I'll post it in the Facebook group. Oh, what? Oh, I guess I could just watch she, it. She gets handcuffed, and she's put in the back of a cop car, and they're, like, they're like searching her car and, like, kind of, you know, doing whatever. So there's, like, no cops in the car. She gets out of her handcuffs. She crawls over the, like, I don't know how she gets over it, like, the little, like, divider of the front seat and the back seat. Oh. Crawls over that and steals the cop car. And there's, like, dash cam footage of her taking <sighs> off from another cop car oh. and just going. And she, like, is balls to the wall. Oh. Like, it's insane. How, do you know how it ends? She crashes. Oh, okay. Like, you see them chasing her and she's, like, flying. And she goes, she's like goes for like a few miles and then she like loses control of the car. And then there's also a dash cam in the Please. obviously in that car. So oh, they have yeah, all yeah. these like vantage points. It's crazy. It's like a, a an Academy Award winning directed police video. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It was pretty good. It's great. Uh, highly recommend. Ooh. Um, uh, yeah, that's all the that's all the fucked up personal stuff. Yeah, I guess. Um, I don't think we have a segue into our topic this week. No, I think we should just get right into it. Yeah. Before we do that, I'm going to pour myself a glass of wine. Ooh, nice. But I have to, I have to use my, my queefer. I call it a queefer, 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 an aerator. Oh, oh, yeah. I hear it. It sounds like very wet queefs. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
It's, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> queef. Yeah. Uh, mm, uh, so delicious. Our friend Sandra said she wants us to do an episode on queefs. And I was like, I don't know how we'd stretch that into an episode. But girl, I'm going to try. Yeah, we could do queefs from around the world. <laughs> <laughs> what does a queef sound like in France? Queef. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What does it's it? Like, it has like the like accent agu over yeah, the yeah 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 over the e. Uh, <laughs> what does a queef sound like down south in Southern America? Southern America, <laughs> South. Am- oh. No, not oh, South oh, America. Oh. <laughs> like the South of oh, the North south. America. Queef. <laughs> <laughs> what does a queef sound like in Minnesota? Um, quiff. <laughs> quiff, 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 quiff. What does a quiff yeah. sound like in German? Quiff. <laughs> <laughs> Just like very short and clipped and yelly. Sorry, anybody from Germany. <laughs> oh my god, that was so good. Quiff and quiff and Stein. <laughs> mein quiff. Mein quiff. Oh, no, so bad. Uh, okay then it'd be das queef das queef (laughs) i think we could do a full episode okay of it's just saying queefs from around the world (laughs) oh my god that concept is so funny okay what do you think about a queef from ireland like the one we're about to talk about (laughs) queef (laughs) A quiff. I don't know. Okay, so we're talking about Typhoid Mary, who is from Ireland. Uh She emigrated to New York, uh, like many Irish people did. Yeah. In the late 1800s, I suppose, or maybe the mid-1800s. Yeah. Typhoid Mary is, like, a nickname she got. And I think we'll talk about, like, who she actually was, which her name was Mary Mallon. But let's set the scene and talk a little bit about the early 1900s in New York City. It was a shithole. It was, like, you think it's gross now? Like, I when I lived in New York, I was like... You know, I liked it, and I love New York, and of course, it's like one of the greatest cities in the world. But it smells like hot garbage, especially this time of year. And oh my god! There's people doing gross, nasty ass things on the subway right next to you, mm-hmm. and it's just there's a lot of people living there. But it was worse in the early 1900s. I mean, there is no in the early 1900s. It was just like people were piling into the into the city yep um there are you know coming from all over the place yeah uh bring in their own just gross diseases yeah um and not to say that they're gross people it's just like the way it was when you're traveling long distances and you're you're dirt poor in it you're dirt poor and you're in poor health yeah and so everything just kind of like mutates um and becomes really gnarly when you kind of mix it all up in a in a the belly of a freighter <laughs> ship. <laughs> Ugh. 
So yeah, these Shaking. people, these but these people like needed to get the fuck out of wherever they were. Yeah. Um, like especially in Ireland, it was like the potato famine. Yep. All kinds of crazy stuff is happening. Uh, like Jewish people needed to get the fuck out of wherever they were because shit was going down yeah. already. Uh, so there's just like people coming from all over, and um, it's just people on top of people, and they're building very substandard housing to accommodate all the people that are coming in and um yeah they were just is hard it was hard living yeah well they were they were working very hard too and you know like it was a land of opportunity so people were coming here in droves and they would send mm-hmm. one family member over a few family members and then more would come and more would come and they they needed a place to stay and this is where the slum lord was born which is a very yeah. fun like it's like a kind of a funny fun concept maybe in a way like a slum lord like it i don't know it just is. it sounds it sounds gross and like silly but yeah, it's terrible it's horrible because it was these asshole building owners who were rich people that eventually started moving outside of the city because it was so disgusting. Uh, And they would buy tenements in mostly down near Little Italy, which is like south of Soho or like just below Soho in New York City um, or like adjacent to it. And um, and uh, they would buy these buildings and then they would overcharge people who were overworked and they wouldn't. There was no running water. They didn't have toilets in these buildings Just yet. Awful. Um, yeah. Well, they had like, they kind of had like rooms that were like toilets, and eventually they installed toilets, but there was no running water or sewage system. So like, they would literally flush, and the shit would just go out onto the street. Onto the yeah, like into like a, a like gutter <clears throat> that was like above ground. Oh. Yeah, it. The sanitary system was not good, and. I, I truly believe the reason why we think New York is so gross is because we're still trying to come back from that time. <laughs> we're, like, still cleaning up all that shit. Okay. Because it was just rough. It was a rough time, and these poor, poor people were just, like, people who, like, the rich white people were just treating all these immigrants like absolute garbage, like they were subhuman. So Yeah. And that's why they felt okay with, like – putting these people in these like awful conditions and just kind of like whatever yeah and like, and making money off of them yeah so they did in the, in the tenement houses and the these families like there would be like dozens of people living in a one family apartment it, they, some of them even worked out of their apartments they had their animals living with them it, it was basically like all of these spaces were just breeding grounds for d- disease mm-hmm. and um I thought there was something really gross, but uh, I want to know what you would call this because um, so they would flush their toilets out into the street. Some lived with their animals and they had animal excrement and like just like gross things, you know, like a butcher would maybe just like throw his, you know, like old pieces of. Yeah, like awful into the... Yeah, out into the curb. Like, there was just Uh a mixture of shit and gross stuff and piss and probably, like... Just sludge. Just sludge, yeah. Yeah. Okay, it was sludge. And then in the winter, it would freeze. Oh, God. So, it would create, like, this thick layer, like, you know, like a foot 
layer of frozen like crust crust what what would what would you call that though it has a real name um mm, like, mm. Uh, uh, sh- shmegma <laughs> is that not it oh that's um, a real thing uh, i know isn't that stuff that's like in your vagina oh i thought it was dick cheese uh, it's like the same thing oh. it's like dick cheese badge cheese <laughs> yeah, it's just a. Uh, it's just like a brie you know <laughs> <laughs> I might vomit. Sorry. Uh, I don't. Oh. I don't know. But what you? Would What's call the it? real word? Corporation pudding. Oh my god! Ew! Because it would like thaw Fuck. out, and it would have like I'm sure it, it got pudding from the consistency because it was like gelatinous. Oh yeah! <clears throat> I want to make a Bill Cosby joke so bad, but I just <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah. Oh, garbage. I think you've said enough. (laughs) Yeah, I think I have. Yeah. Oh, my God. I said Um, smegma too many times. (laughs) That's Um, a new one, a new vocabulary word for all you listeners out there. Smegma. 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 Really, it was fucking disgusting. And as you can imagine, people were real ill because you're just like walking through shit sludge you know, when Ugh. spring comes around, everybody's like, cool. Or like summer comes around. No one looked forward to these New York summers. Not a person. Because it, it reeked and you were tr- like tranching through. Is that the word? Trudging. Trudging through. Uh, Slipping and sliding. Shit sludge on your way to your 14 hour job at the laundromat. Not even a laundromat because it was an automatic. True. Yeah, it was a laundra. Laund. It It was was a laund. laund. (laughs) The laundry. Yeah, it was just the laundry. Where you get steamy and get chemical burns. Oh. Awful. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's just it's just hell on earth. These people just it's so sad and so total breeding ground for disease. All kinds of stuffs running around. Uh. One of the disease du jours that was like really popping was uh, uh, cholera was big, um, and and this is like a time when like Spanish influenza and all that mm. like and people were actually really still afraid that the plague was gonna come back because it was so gross. Yeah, so another huge thing that popped up was typhoid fever, mm. uh, and typhoid fever is like a, a it's like a form of salmonella basically it's it's yeah. a bacterial uh it's a bacterial illness that is like a flu, you have flu-like symptoms and it's it can result in death though yeah it also so it gets really big like this this disease uh or infection or whatever fever <laughs> Uh, it gets really big and the symptoms are a little bit like kind of all over the place. So, mm-hmm. and, and they're like kind of general. They're yeah. not like super specific, especially because it kind of moves slow, I guess. Yeah. And they're like spread it has out like a time. longer. In- right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, like, uh, uh, it was about like a three week illness, I guess. I, I, maybe it lasted a little bit longer depending on if you were healthy or whatever. But in week one, you get, like, a little bit of a fever and maybe some abdominal cramping. Uh, 
like one in four people would get a bloody nose and that's how you could tell like if you had those symptoms early on you had it but it most uh, people just had a fever or abdominal cramping like in the beginning yeah so and may- that could be like minor or major yeah yeah and you don't yeah. know like oh maybe you have a that's little like bit of- really like yeah that could be like any any, anything any number of like illnesses yeah. so it's hard to identify um and then in the second week the fever worsens the patient becomes delirious blood clots form under the skin and the abdomen becomes distended so like shit's happening yeah Um, you're like well that's not just a (laughs) stomach ache yeah oh why is my gut all big um and then week three you could get inflammation of the brain intestinal hemorrhaging (sighs) um overall the death rate it's between like 10 and 30 percent of people would die it's so it, I think it, it probably depends on the age range and like yeah, there's like probably were. a lot of factors yeah Pro- probably in new york city probably more like 30 percent because well things were gross and again this like goes back to like what we mentioned when we covered the bubonic plague is that like there were not good records because yeah. again nobody gives a fuck about poor people right um, and, and nobody's like really like, I mean, there's health inspectors that are out and about, which we'll get to a little bit later, but like they're overwhelmed and they can't take really good records of like how it's affecting people. Like the death rates are like kind of all over the place. Like I said, if you're like old or really young, this is probably going to get you more than if you're like a middle-aged person, probably. Yeah. Um, and that's why like the death rate is like kind of all over the place. Yeah, uh, I think is what it sounds like. And um, I think like you just said, it was poor people. So there wasn't, you know, the people who lived in these tenements in the slums were getting sick and stuff. Nobody really paid attention. But yeah. there was like a high profile family that was very wealthy, uh, the Warren family. And they um, had... They were, like, at their vacation home in Oyster Bay, upstate New York. You may have had the Sauvignon Blanc. It's pretty good from there. Dude, that's from – that's a different Oyster Bay. Oh. That's from that's in Marlboro in New oh. Zealand. Oh, okay. I wondered because uh, most Sauvignon Blanc comes from down under. Yeah. Uh, and there's an Oyster Bay in New Zealand. Oh, there is? Yeah. Well, uh, tomato, tomato – yeah, whatever. <laughs> Long Island Oyster Bay. Yeah. Oh, uh, Sauvignon Blanc. Um, Sauvignon Blanc. <laughs> uh, so this this family were they were super wealthy, and it was in the it was in 1906, and it was summertime, and uh, there was 11 people sharing a household, and six of 11 people ha- were diagnosed with typhoid fever, and they were like, "What the fuck is going on?" We need someone to come help us figure this out. They have yeah. like health inspectors come out and like look at their house and be like, it, "It's it's clean. Like I don't know where you guys are contracting this from. What's going on?" Uh, so- yeah, it, there and they were like really shook because it's like, uh, "This is a poor people's disease. Why are we these rich people getting sick? Like this is so strange." Yeah. So they they called on this guy George Soper. Um, and he was a freelance sanitation engineer and he came out and he was like assessing the situation. 
Yeah, he was he was kind of specialist in all these kind of things, and he he dealt with typhoid cases before, so he recognized the symptoms and was like, "Yep, this is what you got." Yeah, and so he's trying to figure out where it came from because it was kind of concerning that yeah. so many people had gotten sick so quickly, and uh, but because it was like kind of an isolated incident, he was able to kind of dig into it a little bit. He was really the only guy who was doing this sort of work. So right, and he, he was like a he was like a good he was like a detective. Like yeah, yeah, he was like, like a, a very he was a very thorough person and cared a lot about this his job. Yeah, um, and and he it seems like yeah, and he um, so when he was talking to them, they, he was like, well, you know, it's kind of like when you go see a doctor if you're having symptoms that are kind of like oh. You know, I'm, I've been, I've had, like, this rash for a while or whatever. Uh, and they're like, okay, well, what changed? You kind of have to backtrack, right? It's like... Right, you just have to retrace the steps yeah. of, like, what the person did. Yeah. Like, because they... Like, what if they had gone into town, like, while they're on vacation and, you know, did X, Y, and Z? Like, he has to just, like, retrace all the steps of everybody. Yeah. So he really gets into it and he digs in and he, he figures out that their cook, Mary Mallon... Uh, who was hired about three weeks before the family got sick, uh, had left once the symptoms popped up. And so he was like, yep. hmm, that's strange. Yeah. Um, so, But she wasn't there for him to question. And so as he's, like, looking into this, he gets word of another active outbreak in the city on Park Avenue. Yeah. Park Avenue, very swanky, Oof, very posh, Tony. Very fancy. Yeah. yeah. And so he digs into that finds out that their master chef was <laughs> also mary mallon yeah so yeah there would have been no way for him to connect these two it was almost like a fate type thing because yeah it just so happened that because the warren family called on him to help investigate how they got sick because they were very like confused and, and scared yeah and really just wanted to get to the bottom of it they hired him, and he's like, huh, this is weird. You're very rich people. How could this be? Yeah. And then as he's doing that and finds out that the cook had left three weeks prior, yeah, the another case pops up. So yeah. it just all is very coincidental. Yeah. Um, uh, so by this time, I don't know how many families she'd infected. I feel like it was like around maybe eight or nine families. Yeah, that sounds right. And like including all these people and of I think I read of the nine families members from eight of those families had been infected wow. to some degree. Well, and yeah, then so. you know what it's kind of weird that she was like infecting people and then leaving, but really if everyone in the family's sick or a majority, no one's probably eating or yeah, you know. Like they're like yeah, people are getting dismissed or Maybe, I don't know. Because I was like, what? She doesn't, because at this point, she doesn't know it's her, by the way. No, she has no idea. We should throw that out there because she didn't ever show any symptoms. So, uh, Mm -hmm. so, so she's probably being excused from these jobs and she doesn't know what's going on. I think someone who maybe had it together upstairs would start to think, hmm, you know, those friends where like, they're like, oh no, like, uh. I'm never in the drama. Like I hate drama. I'm not, <laughs> and yet, mm, somehow every every time there's like something dramatic happening, they're always involved. It's like take a step back, 
use deductive reasoning. Who's the reasoning. common denominator here? Yeah. Use deductive <laughs> reasoning. Let's figure out what's the problem. It's always you. Um, but it was like that type of thing where she, she just was like always there, but like she never got sick. Uh, and so George Soper was was cool and he was he like connected the two things because he's like oh irish cook fits the description this new family has an irish cook they're getting mm-hmm. sick i'm gonna look into this lady's history and they're both named mary this is strange yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're both named mary they're irish immigrants they're youngish um and he, and as it turns out they're one in the same yeah because he was able to get five years uh of mary's employment and yeah he realized that in all the places where she worked um, and people got sick, she had been the cook there. So, yeah, uh, it, it's all fallen into place. Yeah. Um, so he confronted he, her about it. Yeah, he did. He like went after her. He was like, and I think she knew he was like gonna start bugging her because like it, it pro- word probably got around town like, oh, this guy, this fella's looking for you. Yeah. And she's like, oh, what? <laughs> So she was like hip to the hip to the dude. Yeah. Looking for her. So she yeah, she's like, no, I don't want to I don't want to talk to this guy. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I'm not sick. Like, leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. But he's like he's like, no, girl, like, just listen. Listen, let me just let me just get a little bit of your poop in your pee. Yeah. I just need your doo doo and your pee pee. Maybe a little blood. Yeah. It's not going to hurt. It's going to feel good. If anybody asked that of you, like, you'd be like, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm healthy. Like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, so. Yeah. He finally does confront her. Yeah. At a, a place where she, a house where she was working. And she was like, fuck off. And like, came after him with a big fork. <laughs> she was like, like fuck a, off. Fuck off. Yeah. Fork off. Fork off. Yeah, she was not not well pleased no. that he was coming to her place of business and knocking the corn dog out of her mouth and being <laughs> like, lady, you got some doo-doo on your hands and yeah. you're getting people sick. Yeah. And so she was like, literally came after him with like a big meat fork and was like, leave me the fuck alone. And there is a fight, a flight, and a search, another fight. And then she was, like, forced into custody, basically. Yeah. Uh, That's sad. Yeah, it is sad. Because she was scared. She was scared. And didn't know what the fuck. Didn't know what the fuck was going on. She's a big dummy. She's, like, like dense overall, I would say. Uh, and we're, like, making it seem like, oh, it was, like, uh, one or two times that they chatted. No, he was, like, borderline harassing her. But he was like a public official, and she was not cooperating. And he was like, listen, lady, you're making – we think we need we haven't proved it we think you're making all of these people sick someone has died from this Uh, and at the time too every every immigrant was treated like shit like yeah so it was like a lot of discrimination and so she probably was like super defensive like there i don't know the more i think about this like in the time it was like probably very a very gnarly situation and not like I don't know. Like, everybody was, like, very – had their back up a lot. Yeah. And for good reason. Yeah. Uh, so she she finally – I mean, she she tried to escape, but she got put – she got placed under um, 
under arrest and she was basically like taken to this uh quarantine place called North Brother Island and this is 1907. Mm-hmm. So it's like a, a year after the the Warrens uh initial investigation, I think. Yeah. Um and so she's on this island and they finally like are trying to like get her to get the poop and the pee from her so they could test her and like conclusive conclusively like figure out what the fuck's going on get the poo poo and the pee pee yeah (laughs) so yeah so the new york city health department uh just pretty much forced her into this bungalow it's like on a 16 acre island it's off the bronx shoreline and she only had a fox terrier as a companion so at least she had a dog i mean that's kind of chill uh but yeah she's a prisoner they tested all of her poop and her pee. Uh, they offered to remove her gallbladder. I don't know. Oh, because um, the salmonella, whatever the <clears throat> uh, it affects your gallbladder. It lives in there. So, uh, so uh, by this time they're suspecting she's like a carrier, and they're like, mm-hmm. but she's like, I've never been sick. I don't have these symptoms. It's not me. It's not me. And they're like, right, but. You just might not be, you know, you might have an antibody in your system. You, you, it's not making you sick, but we need to do these tests. They did h- hundreds of tests over the course of her lifetime. Um, and sometimes, it, you know, they'd show up positive. Sometimes they wouldn't. But the tests they did in on North Brother Island definitely came up positive. And, and they were able to see that this bacteria lived in your gallbladder. Or it lived in her gallbladder. Um and she was determined to be asymptomatic as a typhoid carrier. Uh, but then comes the question of how the bacteria was getting transmitted. And the- Yeah, because this kind of bacteria is like, it's, I mean, salmonella is like the closest, like, yeah. we, th- we know, we know modern day salmonella is like carried on like. Uh, produce and stuff like that. Yeah. So people can still get sick from this. So the, sorry. The easy. On. Well, I was just gonna say the easiest way to explain how this gets transmitted is ATM. Ass to mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or uh, I would also like to say humid centipede. Hum- mm, yes. Human centipede which is uh just a more elegant way of saying ass to mouth um because mm-hmm. what was happening was um she was uh, a cook in these people's houses she would make a doo-doo at some point in, during her day and then she'd get back to work and not a hand was washed she did not believe many people did not believe right. in like what we now know is personal hygiene yeah and how it relates to disease. Like, people didn't get what germs were. They did, This is not, like, a common knowledge thing. Like, doctors were just figuring this out. Yeah. Um, yeah, she had poor hygiene. Nobody nobody thought it, this was an important thing to do. Like, nobody thought, like, washing your hands. Even when you wash your hands without soap, like, it's still doing something, kind of. Right. But It might be rinsing away a little bit of it. But you should wash your hands with soap and water for, like, at least 30 seconds yeah and that's why these signs are in the bathrooms of restaurants yeah they're not there for just fun no like like no i don't want to eat your doo-doo but most of all i don't want to get sick like there's a reason like human beings don't eat shit (laughs) 
because there's diseases in it right. that we can't process. Yeah. Dogs eat their shit sometimes. Yeah. They eat but they're, other people's shit. They Dogs yeah. eat their own shit. They eat, My dog used to eat my cat's shit sometimes. Oh, my dad called them because um, they'd get in like the litter box and they'd yeah. like have a crust of like cat litter on them. He'd call them kitty rocas. <laughs> like almond roca. <laughs> So I've never been able to eat almond roca because. Oh no! I hope that didn't just ruin almond roca for me. I love almond. I roca. think you'll be fine. Yeah, I know. I, I got over it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So. That's funny. So she was like, "I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Washing your hands. What are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, even if you don't wash your hands. With this particular bacteria, cooking food will usually kill it. Yeah. So if you're handling food and you have this doo-doo on your hands, like poop particles, uh, and you cook the food, it'll kill the bacteria in most cases. Yeah. Um, but what she was doing, her specialty was peach ice cream. Ew. And she was handling raw peaches and, like, dicing them up and putting them into the cream and making ice cream and she was also handling her nether regions and she and this is this is how this shit happens (laughs) so that's how he found out though also like how he solidified his argument that it was her because that was like her specialty like all the things are in very very they're all the cards are laid out like (sighs) All the households she's worked in have been sick, except for one dodged a bullet, I think. Uh, her, She admits to not having good hygiene. Uh, and then the, the, like, the main point is that she makes peach ice cream, and that's, like, a perfect carrier for this, this the poop particles. Yeah, we, so. we learned earlier uh, that the common pudding what was it something pudding P- pedestrian pudding <laughs> yeah. i don't know no pedestrian <laughs> the, some, i like that better why too. didn't they name uh, that cor- corporation pudding we learned oh. that it, as it thaws Get out some alliteration in there yeah uh, we learned that as it thaws out it's not good the smell comes back the bacteria comes back same with ice cream as you eat it and it thaws out in your belly Ugh. Woof. All the doo-doo comes. Oh, it's all coming full circle. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so she tried to – she she was so convinced that she did not have it, she yeah. tried to sue Which she New York she didn't have symptoms, so she didn't have it as far as she's concerned, but science says otherwise. Yeah, and but, you know, fake news yeah. in her mind. Right, right. Uh, so, yeah, she tried to sue uh, the um, New York City Health Department. Yeah. Or maybe him personally. I don't know. Uh, but she lost. Yeah. Uh, and this is a juicy tidbit. Uh, it's rumored that William Randolph Hearst paid her legal fees. <gasps> Tanya's pop pop. Tanya's pop pop. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Oh, my God. That's yeah. Cute. Uh, but but that's just a that's just a rumor. Yeah. So that's that might not be true. But oh. because he was he was in involved in like yellow journalism and he was like always like looking for the scandal of the day yeah uh he was always like interested in oh. these big big cases and so he yeah. he you know what i mean that makes and he sense. probably he probably blew this story out of proportion in some ways 
uh, and felt bad about it. So that's a that's a theory. Yeah, so, that maybe not sense. true. Yeah. Um. So she lost, and uh, she was still kind of like incarcerated, I guess, on North Brother Island. And I think the uh, regime changed. So someone else came on as like the head of the health commission in New York City, and finally, uh, he felt bad. He for felt her. bad, and Soper kind of felt bad because they weren't really like learning much more. They knew she was infected. But they were like, uh, we can't really uh, – it feels wrong to keep her here. I don't know. So they were like, yeah. listen, you you can leave here. Um, but you know what? Maybe don't cook for people anymore. Maybe, you know, t- get a different Wash job. your hands. Wash your hands. Uh, but, they, but they didn't even say that because she's too dense. She wouldn't. She wouldn't follow directions, probably. I read I read some of her letters and she had utter disdain for the uh, the. Any kind of health professional, Ew. so, yeah, but I mean, to be fair, her experience is pretty traumatic, so but I guess I digress, but also like just know I, that's <clears throat> the thing, though, when people are that dumb, they don't know that they're that dumb. But uh, sure. that's what I hate, uh, like, brazen dumb people or, like, really co- overly confident, confident dumb people. Confident yeah. dumb people. It's like, yeah. oh, shut yeah. up. But they were like, look, you can leave. <clears throat> just get a different job. So she go- she goes uh, and works at a not a laundromat. It was just a laundry place because there was no. Yeah, she's she becomes a laundress. Yeah, she's a laundress. And, and they, you, they, laundry uh, houses are famous for just being grueling and you don't get paid shit because literally you don't have to have any skill to do this job. You just have to be a body moving and picking up heavy things. And, you know, you have to be sturdy, I guess. And she was a sturdy person. A laundress sounds like like a really, like, fancy name. I'm a laundress. There is a really fancy line of, like, laundry, like, detergent called the laundress. Oh, really? Yeah, like cleaning supplies. It's huh. like fucking expensive. How ridiculous. <laughs> I've bought it before. So. <laughs> uh, it smells really good. But yeah, she's like, fuck this. I don't want to do this shitty ass job. Like I'm making half the amount of money I did when I was a cook. And being a cook is the only thing she knows. And she was good so, at it, I think. And like, she's good at yeah. it. Apparently. Yeah, All these like knack. swanky... All these spanky people hired her. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but she gets released and she goes back to being a cook. I, I, she's basically on probation and they're telling her, do not do this thing. Yeah. And after a while, she's like, yeah, but I think I'm going to. She changes yeah. her name. They lose track of her and she goes back to cooking. Her name, her alias was Mary Brown. It's like too, like it's not an exact fun little nod to the fact that she like poisoned people with her feces. Poop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like close. Mm. I feel like she could have done better. It's like she's rimming a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's just right there on the rim. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, oh, so she's downtown Mary Brown. <laughs> and she goes back to work uh, and she's doing her thing. She probably, I think she goes back to work for like a bunch of different families. 
Luckily, nobody gets sick. But in 1915, an outbreak of typhoid fever at Manhattan's Manhattan Sloan Maternity Hospital struck 25 workers and killed two people. Yeah. So she's working at a hospital, a maternity hospital, no less. Oh, dumb bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I swear to God. It's just so rude. It's dangerous. Like, at least before she was just infecting like fam like sing- singular families like now she's working in a fucking hospital yeah where you're interacting with like 10 times as many people yeah um so yeah she infects 25 people and two of them died um uh, and obviously it's traced back to her um the <laughs> the staff had nicknamed nick this is where i came from i guess is the staff had nicknamed her typhoid mary uh, and they didn't realize that it was actually the she was the OG. It was actually Mary Mallon because she changed her changed her name to Mary Brown. Oh my god! So she kept her first name though. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So since she'd been, uh, they should have called her Typhoid t- Tanya. Typhoid Tanya. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Alliteration. Uh. Yeah. They. Yeah. She. Oh, I guess she had worked in hotels and restaurants and other institutions and not just like for families. But luckily, oh, she hadn't infected when, more people. When they lost track of her. When they lost she track had of her, a, yeah. Uh, she had various aliases. But, you know, who knows? Maybe she did infect more people. Uh, but so the only, you know what I mean? Yeah. She like was out, out there and doing her thing. And oh, yeah. And she might have. She might have infected more people, but this is where she gets caught is at the maternity hospital. Well, you mentioned earlier, too, like the records weren't great. And it's like especially during that point of her life because she Mm. was she changed her name. But it was the exact same pattern that had happened initially where she would show up. She'd start cooking for these families. People would get sick. They wouldn't need her services anymore. She'd leave like which at that point after you've already been through the experience of living on north brother island and you've been told your health habits mm-hmm. are poor this is what happens when you cook for people you need to take care of that like either don't cook or you need to step up your hygiene game and she's like no 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 like you don't know and then she leaves and it's happening again <clears throat> like you have to recognize a pattern right but i think too at the end of the day She's looking out for number one. She's not married. She doesn't have anybody to help her. Like, she's on her own. Yeah. Like, she has to survive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I... And these are hard but, times. But like, wash your goddamn doing... hands, then. Like, there, there's one thing Take... that's happening. Use toilet paper right. instead of your fucking raw ham fist. And then... I think she was using a Sears catalog. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know what, oh, just fucking squatty potty that shit, pinch it off, don't even wipe if you're infecting people, just have a stinky asshole until you can shower again. It's not that mm. hard. I think that's, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she, she ended up getting caught after that, uh, and they put her back on North Brother Island, yeah. and she spent the remainder of her life there, um, confined to the island she spent 23 years there which is how much longer she lived after getting caught for the the second time yeah i think she eventually so, had a stroke and died from like complications yeah. of that yeah uh she in total was responsible for 
that they know of for 53 cases of typhoid yeah. that could be directly traced to her uh, and three deaths out of all the out of all those all those cases yeah. um but like we said there's probably a lot more people infected yeah yeah um and it even though it's rare to be an asymptomatic carrier like she was there's definitely hundreds of people with typhoid uh fever or just typhoid carriers walking around living life free as a bird yeah. Uh, while she was basically like relegated to this island, uh, like a leper, because she, she fucked up and just insisted upon still cooking and willfully ignoring doctors' warnings, giving fake names, and generally menacing the public. Um, yeah. So, man, I'm of two minds about her. Uh, I think she definitely was just like a victim of the the times and like. There's no support there. There is no like no education in a in a way that was like meaningful. Yeah. Or like like we please do not <laughs> please do not infect more people. Uh like the way people explain things that were well over people's heads back then was just really condescending, I'm sure. Huh. Uh and and you know she was uneducated and just needed to survive so she was doing what she needed to do but at the same time if you have any indication that you might have like caused something horrible to happen to somebody i even having a a slight hint of that i would feel terrible yeah and i don't know if they were like you like you being out in public causes something to happen like (laughs) <laughs> or like even if it was like something really silly like oh okay. she she but she but here's the thing she could have existed out in the world as long as she didn't fucking handle food right that were going into people's mouths right. she could have but that's the thing that's why it's hard because yeah. she literally had no other skills she had no other way of supporting herself yeah and being a laundress being a laundress was not going to support her she was not going to be like it was hard enough being a cook and living on those wages but that was like she was making decent money from that and that was what she was good at and what she liked so well and I read I don't know I read that like it probably cost them more money to like keep her at this you know mm-hmm. on North Brother Island and uh pay for all of the you know security and her meals and whatever like they could have just given her a stipend and said please don't work and kept an eye on her and like let her live her life you know Right, without right, right. being a cook or like done something but yeah it just I don't know it's hard because after she like left and then went back to doing it again it's like well now you're knowingly whether you choose to believe that you're a carrier or not you are and yeah you knowingly now are infecting people like you know you yeah you're you know you carry this and it's gonna happen um yeah yeah I don't know it's kind of it's a it's a tough it's a tough it's a moral dilemma yeah. for sure and uh like there's reasons why <laughs> we have to do things the way we do there's a reason we have a health department that like regulates this shit yeah and there's a reason why you know because of people like this yeah who are willfully ignorant and uh put other people in danger yeah despite their personal best wishes yeah she's, and you know she's only operating with what she had but yeah i don't know she was given new information man 
She didn't act. She didn't act right. No, so. she she acted crazy. She acted like a damn fool. She acted like a damn fool. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's well, it. that's that's the story of uh, Mary Mallon, aka Typhoid Mary. I've I'd always heard it, but I like I'd always heard the phrase, but I didn't ever know right. the story. So it was very interesting. Not not a crazy yeah. long or involved thing. Just kind yeah, that's kind of interesting. It's a good an interesting narrative too of just like how uh they piece it together primitive oh yeah well and well how primitive like the knowledge of like how things spread was it was just like not a thing yeah i think there's a really good episode of the nick uh oh yeah i heard about it yeah. like kind of loosely loosely based on it is really good oh, that's cool. a good show yeah yeah it's in the first season i heard yeah, it's in the first season. It's good. I watched um I watched a, a video. I think it might have been on Vimeo or maybe it was YouTube, but it was all about like dirty cities and it was about New York City and that's Ugh. how I like heard that's how like I kind of un- came to understand like how dirty New York City was. But I've always been fascinated mm-hmm. with like the immigration during that time period to ellis island and stuff i had family come through there and it's all so interesting to me and then like just how sad it was and you know then there's like yeah. the, all the bosses and or boss tweed and all, like all the all the oh, things yeah. that started happening with like all the politics yeah, yeah before unions and stuff it's very interesting all the gangs of new york yeah oh i should watch that movie i've never seen it it's really good yeah I didn't like yeah. Cameron Diaz's hair in it, and I so I just never watched it. <laughs> Cameron Diaz is like distractingly bad in it. Oh. I mean, she's fine. It's like okay. Yeah. But uh, I mean, Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, I know. He's terrifying. Uh, maybe I'll watch yeah. it. Yeah. Right. Watch it. It's great. Um. All right. Yeah. That's all I got. Yeah. Uh, Follow us on social meds. Yeah. Uh, DTF, yeah, at DTFU Podcast on all the things. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, go to the new website, DTFUPodcast.com. Yeah. Um, join the private Facebook group if you are so inclined, if you're down with the clown. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Till you're dead in the ground. Till you're dead in the ground. Um, yeah. We love you guys. Love you. Uh, stay safe. Don't let the... Don't let Mother Nature fuck your shit up. Yeah, all our, all our Texas friends hope things are going well for you. All our Florida friends, be safe. Hopefully, yeah, it's all, all of over our, soon. All of our Oregon, Montana, oh, California yeah, yeah. people, yeah. get the fuck out. If you're told to evacuate and you are able to get the fuck out, yeah, don't fuck around. It's like make it a, make it a, make it the best of it if you can. Be excellent to each other. Be excellent to each other. Help help a dude uh, out. Help a dude out. Be a donor. Yep. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. All right. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.